You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, baseball is officially back. The Rays win their opening series 2-1, to one, including an exciting, heart-pounding, defibrillator-needing game on Sunday afternoon. 6-5 to five extra inning walk-off win. That actually is their ninth straight extra inning uh, win dating back to last year. So um, safe to say I'm pretty pumped that baseball is back. Um, make that two of us because yeah. that was a really good weekend. That was a really good weekend uh, to see a, a comeback win, a walk off in in the first. But which, by the way, now we know how post game sellies are going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to happen just like they did, but without maybe the Gatorade shower and Trisha Whitaker I know. participating I, in it. In it, but it, it was pretty much the same. I've I've kind of had a one eighty degree flip on this, where it's like, hey. Do, you guys can touch each other. You've been tested. But after I saw that, you know, Juan Soto went down, a couple uh, Reds players could be down, Marlins, their clubhouse is infected with COVID. I'm just, okay, stay as stay away as far as possible as you can. Celebrate, but do it do it kind of uh, socially distanced, if you will. But, um, yeah, it was that great to me, see. That drove me kind of uh, OCD crazy. I'm like, ooh, don't, yeah. don't hug each other so much. Wear the mask, wear the social mm-hmm. distancing. But it's the world we live in now. But I was incredibly happy. Uh, let, oh, man, let's get started. Let, let's get to the takeaways. Biggest takeaways, biggest observations from the weekend. Ulysses, what did you learn? Uh, I'll, I'll stress on one thing, which is patience. Mm-hmm. The team showed patience not only at the box, but also on the mound and on the dugout with the moves Kevin Cash did. Uh, just that that game could have gone south pretty quickly right. when Blake Snell was on the mound, but he had patience enough to you know dictate his pitches, know where he was going to throw them, and ultimately he did his job. You know, Kevin Cash, you know, peeked the curtain and we saw oh he was only supposed to go two to three innings tops. Mm-hmm. So what's it doesn't matter how many walks, how many hits were. We're done by the by the Blue Jays. Ultimately, it's the run. So you don't win by however many walks you get in the, in, in the right. game. It's how many runs. And he did his job by allowing zero runs. And the bullpen did too. I mean, Andrew Kittredge also helped out. They had patience all over. And at the box on Saturday's game, they waited until the eighth inning to get their uh, man, Brandon Lau, up there with a triple to get the runs mm-hmm. in. On Sunday, they wait until the ninth inning to start getting, you know, the the, the game back uh, from the Blue Jays. I'm the the, the at bats by Joey Wendell, Willie Adams, Yoshi, 
uh, Jimon Choi <laughs> faced two different pitchers and was at the both sides of the plate with a, with two different helmets in the same at bat. I mean, it, it was pretty crazy what they did, and ultimately Kevin Kiermaier had patience enough to wait for his pitch and not bunt, which I was asking for the bunt. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to unpack there because a lot of things happened over the weekend and particularly Sunday. Like, honestly, we can talk about Kiermaier starting out the season, what, 0 for 11, and then finally getting back into the groove and, and coming up clutch as he, that is one thing he is able to do. Um, but G-Man Choi, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that um, batting right-handed, especially oh, no. the first time coming up and he struck out pretty quickly and he looked to be late on those fastballs. And it's not like they were a hundred mile an hour fastballs. I was like, okay, you tried it, move along, go back to hitting lefty. And then <laughs> next time up, he hits a home run, which is basically like the longest home run of his career, highest exit velocity uh, on a home run of his career. So I think, Incredible. I guess it's not a, gip- a gimmick. I guess it's here to no. stay. And I thought it was just like over summer camp, um, it was one of those things, okay, he's just messing around a little bit. He hasn't done right. it since the minor. So that really speaks to just his talent and his ability and the faith in the team to, okay, go ahead and do this if you think you can. And then drawing a walk from the right side of the plate too. Like this could be the next raise in efficiency, market inefficiency here where you you try to stack as many switch hitters into the lineup as you can or, or try to get a guy, okay, did you uh, – were you a switch hitter in college? Were you a switch hitter in the minors right. at all? When was well, the last to bring time you some of that back? Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you had a different helmet on? Uh, you know, it, it, it's crazy, but I think he said that he didn't uh, told that to Charlie Montoyo. He kept that uh, as a, mm-hmm. a little secret, which is really nice to hear. You know that he was able to do that. No, it was impressive. I was surprised. I think every race fan was surprised that not only that he did it and then looked awful, honestly, in the first at bat, right. but in the second at bat was amazing. No, I think it's here to stay. I don't think it's going to be a daily thing. I don't think Kevin Cash is going to forego a right-handed threat. If he has Hunter Renfro right. for a good matchup, he's not just going to go, oh, G-Man, just turn around. Mm-hmm. I think that still is going that, that, that is going to happen, you know, the switching. But he could make an argument saying, hey, leave me on. And, and that's something uh, to be desired is for your players yeah. to want to be out there because they're good. And more power to him. For like, I want to try to stay on the field as much as I can. I don't just want to be a left-handed first baseman. And right. at the very least, maybe it gives opposing teams something to think about when they're yeah. preparing their pitching staff and, and going with their bullpen and things like that. All right, we'll continue this discussion. A lot more to unpack. Uh, we'll also preview uh, the four-game series against the Atlanta Braves. But first... With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in the traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so use it. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient an easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. All right, Ulysses, uh, a couple of my big takeaways from uh, opening weekend uh, for the Rays, and I know may- maybe this this might mostly because the Rays won on Sunday in extra innings, but I got to say, I love the extra inning rule so far. I love it. I I love it. It It moves games along. I don't want to see a four hour game. I don't want to see 14 innings that game. I think it was two hours, 47 minutes. That's what I like to see that that's about my level of concentration for a baseball game nowadays. Less than three hours is nice. And for 2020, yes, I'll, I'll concede, get the runner on second base. But uh, I agree with Dwayne Stats, who has seen a lot of baseball. Uh, it's uh, abhorrent. It's not yeah. normal. And I don't want it in my baseball. I'll take it away from my baseball. Call me a boomer. I don't care. 2021, <laughs> that better not be there. That's so funny because, like, we, are, we can be, like, so uh, at the end of the spectrum on things, and I guess with this extra inning rule, we are like I. <laughs> yeah. what, okay, what about this? Would you entertain um, maybe in future years? Tenth inning is played straight up. Eleventh inning, runner on second. I just, or you I, still I, think I, it should be status yeah. quo like it always has been? Look, maybe uh, like again, I've changed my mind on this podcast so many thi- uh, on so many things. I think, and I think you have as well. Uh, and, and that's the thing, right? Growth. Maybe after seeing it time and time again and how it works in the 2020 season, maybe I, I can wrap my head around it a little bit better. But so far, I mean, yeah, that was exciting. But it's still exciting to okay. not have him, you know. I, I get your point on that. I just – I love the excitement factor with it of this is high leverage right away. So yeah. you better you better trust uh, your, your bullpen. 
You better mm-hmm. trust your catcher to be able to make a stop. I'm looking at you, Mike Zanino. Thank you. Oh, uh, how horrible day did he have? Yeah, the I whole weekend, were, really. I don't Oof. know if they were trying to switch up signs a lot or what. Or yeah. there was, he was just trying to he, – he wasn't putting the glove down, you know, fingers first. He mm-hmm. was trying to, like – Backhanded, backhanded uh, a lot of the was time. Weird. And he got handcuffed. Yeah, yeah so he got times. handcuffed several times. But I like the strategy of, okay, you have your, your runner at second, nobody out. What do you do? do? Do you use a pinch runner in that situation? Do you uh, have then, anybody on the bench? Yeah, <laughs> Still. that's the other thing. Like the that happened with, yeah, that happened with the Rays. But, and then, like, say you get an out. All right, do we go ahead and try to get this guy to steal? Yeah. Like we saw the Blue Jays do successfully. Or, yeah. you know, there, there's just a lot of different things that, it brings up. I mean, maybe you don't. Do you go all for broke for that one run, knowing that how strong is the the opposing team's lineup for right. for the the next part of the inning? So I, I do like that. Um, I do like that aspect of it, and just the fact of like, I mean, that that's just the way sports is going now uh, a days. The NHL is shootouts, college football. You know, every you know overtime, each team gets the ball at the opposing twenty five yard line and gets a chance to score. Like. I just, I, I just can't stand the four-hour ball games anymore. And also just the fact of, like, if the Rays had, say this was a four-hour game and they lose, like, how draining that is for the next day or the next several days. 100%. You know? 100%. So, um, I, by the end of the season, I think you'll turn around on it. If the Rays go, like, 7-0 <laughs> and oh in extra inning, extra inning yeah. games, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, another takeaway I had is teams, I think, need to bump more. I'm for more Dude, bunting I'm, this year. Let's see more bunts. I don't understand. Look, that worked out with Kevin, and mm-hmm. and and goodness for him because seeing him ground out to second, like I said on yeah. Twitter, gives me an ulcer. Uh, dude, if he would have done that again, I would have just my my TV probably wouldn't work today. You would you would have called uh, Eric Nander and said, "Trade this guy <laughs> that you're paying ten million dollars to play defense." Enroll grounders to second two. What are you doing? He started right. off, I think, 0 for 11, right? Before he got yeah. the big triple. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But we saw Kevin Biggio lay down a bunt very successfully. Very successfully. Um, and I think what's happening is, I mean, if you've, got a sl- if you've got an older pitcher on the mound, I would be bunting all the time. Like, if you've got a slow-footed Charlie Moore in 36 years yeah. old, yeah, I'm laying down a bunt. And I think with this you know, short summer camp that we've had, teams haven't really been doing as much work or drills to address this in which right. with, with such a no DM, PFP, yeah. Yeah. yeah and with such a de-emphasis on bunting it's like the the stat nerds nowadays hey don't do it don't do it that nobody's practicing it right. or how to attack it and i think that's where you could have especially a guy like kevin kiermeyer like if if the entire defense the infielders are rolled over to the right side and that left side is wide open and you have the speed you do it once a game until they and then make them play straight up or make them this change is, their strategy. This is the thing I don't get about um, analytics fans, which mm-hmm. again, analytics are good for the most part. What I don't understand is, oh, you make him, uh, uh, you, you, you're doing the Blue Jays a favor if you put down a bunt. Not if it's Kevin Kiermeyer. If it's Kevin Kiermaier, it disrupts mm-hmm. the pitcher. It disrupts the catcher. It disrupts the fielder. That's what it does. I mean, if it if we have up there, let's say, a Poppy Ortiz or mm-hmm. a Carlos Pena that are not fleet-footed, so, yeah, you want them to just put down a bunt and right. you made them a favor because maybe a double play comes in order very easily, right? Okay, yeah. and you took out their power. But a guy like Kevin Kiermaier is not a big bopper, even though he thinks he is. He's not a big bopper. 
Mm-hmm. If he if he starts to do putting down a bunt to the left field side, that shift will ultimately have to move. Mm-hmm. They will even even as uh, as little of a of a, of, a, of a correction would ultimately help him. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent, and I'm just saying, especially if it, to just get on base. The feeling of getting on base, yes, like that that's. It's got to be empowering a little bit, especially for a guy that started 0 for 11, uh, to say the least. Um, Another thing I learned uh, over the weekend, besides Joe West continuing to be Joe West, I mean, God, um, I think, honestly, I've got a conspiracy theory that MLB is just telling, I mean, we know that Joe West and Angel Hernandez, they're going to be bad in perpetuity, but I think, like, MLB has sent down this directive, call more strikes, call more strikes, even if it's outside the zone get the game moving along force force hitters Maybe. to swing the bat i mean that's I what like it that seemed like theory. in the uh the first three games of the Rays series anyway so some calls were ridiculous i mean charlie morton yeah. was squeezed out there in the first game uh and again it happened to the blue jays as well i mean look all you want is if your pitcher is going to hit that corner and it's called a strike you would mm-hmm. expect it to be called a strike the other way too or if it's a ball, the other way too. Ball. The only thing you want as a fan, and obviously as a player, is consistency. Yeah, consistency in the strike zone because that will help everybody know what is what. It almost makes me want the the robot umpires at, at least just for a little bit. Maybe you'll yeah. get me turning around on that one uh, before yeah. the season is over. All right. <laughs> the, kind of the, the final takeaway I had is all right. Thomas Hatch and Ryan Thompson. What do they have in common? Uh, they made their debuts and they were amazing at it. That is true. Also, both have never pitched above double A ball. Look at that. So I think, and and you mentioned this several weeks ago, that this is kind of the beginning of the contraction of, of minor league baseball significantly. I think, and, and the, these guys can't be the only ones, nor will they be the only ones to be guys that make their MLB debuts coming straight out of double A. I think it's going to be something. Okay. We see that. All right. These guys have the ability to pitch at the major league level, at least for a little bit. Why, why do we need six or seven levels of the minors? We're going to have single A, double A, triple A. All right. We'll throw in an instructional league. And then that that's your system. That's your minor league system. That's all you're going to get. Especially pitching, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, pitching. I mean, a double A pitcher could could fool a, a big leaguer and a right. really good big leaguer too. Because hey, the, what's the most difficult thing to do in all sports is hit a baseball. Mm-hmm. That's the most difficult thing to yeah. do ever. So <laughs> they're already at a disadvantage by yeah. just having that bat on their in their hands. So I think that it, that'll happen. You'll, you'll, you're going to see a lot more minor leaguers make make that jump of, from double A to the majors and be you know that minor leagues is going to contract. Right. I think so. That, that's a great point about pitching because like you'll see times where like a college baseball team like USF. They'll play the Yankees or the Rays in like some kind of like preseason game or whatever. Right. Um, and it's kind of more of an opportunity for college kids to play against big leaguers. And like sometimes you'll see those scores like one zero, two one. It's like, how did these college pitchers I know they're <laughs> division one, but you know, right. they're not Vanderbilt and they still manage to strike out Derek Jeter twice or whatever. Like it's it's crazy yeah. sometimes how how baseball works. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, to the Rays series, four-game series versus the Atlanta Braves. The first two games are at home. Mm-hmm. And the final two games are on the road in Atlanta. Um, tonight, we have Tyler Glass now making his first start of the season, going up against 
Mike Fultonevich. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I was going to go with Fultinowitz. Fultinowitz. Mm. Yours might sound better. I don't know. We'll have to do a Google search. Let's call him Mike. Mike. Mike Mike F. For Atlanta. Uh, Last season, he had a 4-5 ERA, 8-6 record in 2019. He's mainly a fastball slider guy. Uh, According to reports, he... In the exhibition game, that team's exhibition game against the Marlins, his velocity is down. So we'll, we'll see what that is um, for tonight's game. And then the rest of the series lines up as Yanni Chirinos versus Kyle Wright. Uh, Wednesday's game would be Charlie Morton versus Mike Soroka. And Thursday, Ryan Yarbrough versus To, uh, to Be Determined uh, for the Braves. I don't think the, Raves, uh, the Braves have announced who they're going to have pitching that game on Thursday. Well, here's the thing. So the Braves started out. Two and one, just like the yeah. Rays. Um, there are a lot of other teams. Come out, yeah. <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles started out two and one against hey. the Boston Red Sox. I'm not mad about that. No. Um, so the Braves are two and one, uh, including a 14 to one win last night on the road against the New York Mets. Um, if there's anything we learned, uh, we could be dead wrong about our Mets playoff pick for one. Second of all, yeah. the Braves can hit. The Braves can absolutely hit. Um, that, yeah. that that first four in the order, Albies, Acuna, Freeman, Ozuna. Ozuna, I think, is going to have a bounce-back year. Like, he, Here's what the Rays have to do, I think, is have your outfielders play at the warning track and then come in from there. Because it seemed like every ball I – wa- I watched part of last night's game. Every ball that the Braves hit seemed to be over the heads of the Mets outfielders. And uh, unfortunately for the Rays, Glass now has – faced uh, a few of the, uh, of the guys in the lineup for the Braves, and they're good numbers. I mean, Ozuna's batting 1,000, only you know, limited at bats at 300, at three. Uh, Ender Inciarte at 500, two at-bats. Matt Adams at 571 with seven at-bats. Uh, so you would hope that the glass now that they saw in 2017 with the Pirates is definitely a different glass now that they'll see. Mm-hmm. tonight but it's still going to be a, a good game faulty uh, i think people like him uh, in braves nations uh, yeah he's a young pitcher got good stuff so we'll, we'll, we'll see but i'm excited i mean the yeah. rays are two and one that's all that you need it right it's just to get that opening series done with and, and be over 500 mm-hmm. a sweep would have been great but you know what we will take two one when we didn't see the rays play at their level let's be honest right we saw the rays at a very spring trainee summer campish level, and, and I mean that because the, the the pitching was more advanced than the than the batting. I, right, I, I think we can say that. But it was just funky. It, it didn't yeah. look. It, it, sometimes they look sloppy out out there on the field with the gloves, and we'll we'll, we'll see how that gets better. But that that was not mm-hmm. race baseball at its ultimate. We'll see how it, it, it moves on. Right, and this will be a good litmus test for the Rays because we know the Braves are a very good team right up there, I mean, arguably, with the Rays this season. Uh, We won't see Travis Darnot because he is evidently down with the COVID, nor will we see their backup catcher, Tyler Flowers, both their catchers, both their number one and number two catchers tested positive. So they recalled Alex Jackson and William Contreras. Um, Before we wrap up, I think... Ulysses, you you won the weekend pick, right? I had Yanni I, Diaz, and Yanni uh, Diaz didn't do too hot, from what I recall. I don't no, want to throw out think, the numbers, but no, no, I think I think the numbers uh, were 
almost similar until okay. the last one. I mean, I think you know once yeah. Cafecito uh, does what he did in the in the in the tenth inning there to get the the Rays winning run, I, I think I I should get props for that weekend pick. Yeah, uh, I, I think going forward, I'm just going to go with Brandon Lau. Brandon Lau all the time, <laughs> looking good as Wait, our, as my MVP pick for the for the team. That's for sure. Yes, he does. Yoshi, my MVP, got his first home run in his first major league um, game. We'll see how that develops. Yeah. But we do have to keep that rule. We can only do a weekend pick that we haven't used previously until, until okay. all the players have been named. That is fair. I like that idea. I like that okay. idea. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play. It's the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday.